0: Head on back, guys. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One who does give His all for us, so that we might be safe. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, there was a... Duke basketball coach. I know we're here in the ACC, and so it might be a little bit dicey mentioning Duke. But there is a Duke basketball coach who wrote a fantastic book about the nature of what it means to live a full life and a great life, and his name was Mike, and then it starts with a K, and then it gets really unpronounceable. Krzyzewski. But there's Ks in there, and it begins with a K, and it's really strange. But he, despite his, you know lack of a pronounceable name, he wrote a fantastic book. And in this book, he tells a story about his mother. And he tells a story about his mother that when he was growing up, they were growing up pretty much in poverty, or pretty much right at the poverty line. And he tells this story about his mother's cookies. And she would bake these fantastic chocolate chip cookies, but because they were living right at the poverty line, he said, well, we didn't really have that much money to have these chocolate chip cookies that were just loaded with chocolate chips. He said, instead, she would always make every chocolate chip cookie with three chocolate chips. Every single one of them. that's pretty much what they could afford, and that was even a little bit extravagant. And she would purposely make sure that every single cookie had three or more chocolate chips. He says as they continued in their life and, and they started to get on their feet a little bit more fi- financially, occasionally they would get four chocolate chips. But he knew that if he ever had a chocolate chip cookie that had two chocolate chips in it? Well, that was just not his mother's cookie. He said, that, that I knew couldn't be a cookie that my mom made for me. Because she would always give us everything that she could. Every chocolate chip that she could, she would give to us. And that always meant that it was three or more. That was her signature, kind of written in cookie, as to how much she loved her children. That every kid was going to get at least three chocolate chips in their cookie, if not four, but never two. She gave everything that she could. She gave everything that she possibly could to her children because she loved her kids that much. She gave her all. There's another story about a young woman who, a pastor friend of mine knows whose uh, name is um, Stacy. And Stacy, as a teenager, was a cross-country runner. In high school she was a cross-country runner. And she would run and run and run and loved it. I wouldn't. (laughs) Cross country wouldn't be my thing. But she loved to run. And she loved to go out into the woods and to just run and to be out there in nature and to feel that exhilaration of that endorphin high that you get when you're running. But then she developed a heart problem. And because of that heart problem, she was unable for many, many years to go running. But then thankfully, through something that was done surgically, she was once again able to get up and to go and to run a race. And so she got ready. She got trained up a little bit, and she entered the race. And about halfway through the race, something went wrong. Something with her legs that... The time that she had spent resting for those many years and not really using her legs had caused her legs to not be in the same physically fit state that they were. And so what happened was she started running, but then her legs just kind of gave out from under her, and she fell. And she got up again, and she started running again, but her legs just couldn't sustain her going. And so she ran a few more strides, and then she fell again. And so finally, she looked back and she saw the other people that were running actually behind her. And she knew that she had to do something. The finish line was just there. It was in sight. But she knew that she couldn't make it on her legs because she would just get up and she would fall again. So she started crawling to the finish line on all fours and finally made it. She didn't make first place, but she did make third and at the end, she said, I've finished the race. And that's what really matters. That's what the Apostle Paul is telling young, young Timothy in our reading today. In this last little bit of Second Timothy, where Paul is writing to young Timothy from Rome... Throughout the book of 2 Timothy, Paul has been writing to Timothy from jail. He's been writing to this young, novice preacher, and giving him instructions, and giving him a reason to have faith and to have hope, while he's sitting there probably chained to a Roman guard. And he's saying to him, Keep the faith. Keep going. Finish this race. It's worth it. And he says in there that he's already being ready to be sacrificed. In fact, what he even says there is that in the the original language, what he says is, I'm ready to be poured out like a drink offering. And we know from history that what is going to happen to Paul is that his head is going to be chopped off and that he is literally going to be poured out like a drink offering. And yet, in the midst of this, he's writing to young Timothy and saying, Keep the faith. Finish the race. Give your all. And so many times we're told to give our all. Give your all to your career. Give your all to your marriage. Give your all to whatever it might be. And sometimes we try to take that advice and sometimes we don't. But every time that we try to give our all, we seem to come up to a point in our lives where we understand that even giving our all is probably not going to be good enough. That even if you give your all, there are still going to be things in your life that don't work out exactly as they should. Especially as you think they should. There are going to be these times in your life where you give your all and nothing seems to come back. There's going to be these times in your life where you give your all and you end up being the person who is crawling across the finish line on your hands and your feet in order to finish third. And so we can get a little bit discouraged sometimes. And we can begin to think to ourselves, well, you know what, giving my all is really not worth it, is it? Giving my all is, I'm not guaranteed anything just because I give my all, and so, well, maybe I won't give my all, maybe I'll keep a little bit back for myself, maybe I won't give everything that I've got, maybe I'll just sit here and watch TV for a little bit longer. Maybe I won't care about that other person in my life. Maybe I won't try to pick up the Bible again and read it. Maybe I won't give my all, and it'll be okay, because I probably would have failed anyway. And unfortunately, that's the way that many of us have grown accustomed to living our lives. This sense of, I'm not going to give my all, because nothing is guaranteed to me for giving my all. Because you're not going to put that much out if you're not going to get that much back. And it's understandable. But it's not really what we've been given. What we've been given is something that's a little bit different. What we've been given is this free gift... This strange free gift. Basically, what Jesus has done for us on the cross is He has said, I am going to die for sins that you have not even committed yet. That I know about those sins, I know about the things that you are going to do that you don't even know about, and yet I'm going to die on that cross so that they can be forgiven. I am going to defeat death and rise out of the tomb so that your sins can be forgiven. Here is this great gift. You need this gift. Take this gift. And yet sometimes we say, uh, I'm not sure I want that gift. And God says, No, no, you need this gift. Take this gift. And so finally we wrap our arms around that gift and we tear open its wrapping paper. And inside there we have the forgiveness of sins and this knowledge that we are coming in first. That it's not about giving our all. That we don't have to be super Pharisees. That we don't have to be super pious. That we don't have to be anything other than loved by Jesus Himself. And when we begin to understand that we are loved so completely and so fully by Jesus, who does not He does care about your sins, but He doesn't see those sins as being a part of you. Because he's died on the cross to erase those sins. And so he says, you are coming in my place, which is first, which is at the right hand of God. This is the free gift that I am giving to you in salvation, and so that you can hope for it. And Paul knew about that gift. Because the beautiful thing about understanding the full weight of grace... That you're coming in first, that you don't have to do anything for it, is that then you will go. And you will do things that look insane to other people. You will stop and you will help someone out. Not because they deserve it. And not because you're trying to give your all, but because somebody else gave his all for you. You will stop your day and you will open up His book, the Bible, and you will read for 15 minutes or more. Not because it makes you a better person. Not because it's you giving your all, but because He gave His all for you and you're looking at how to understand better why He did that. It's not about you giving your all. It's about the fact that he gave everything for you. Paul understood that. Paul understood that the race could not be finished without Jesus. But that because Jesus finished his race for him, because Jesus gave him salvation, because Jesus gave him this beautiful gift, that he could do all sorts of things. That he could go and proclaim the gospel. That he could raise up this young man named Timothy. That he could do all of these things in the full assurance that he was coming in first. And that God wasn't holding anything back from him, but giving him everything that he could. That is the God that loves you. And that is the gift that he has given you. The gift of his all. And now we get to rejoice and celebrate and live lives of knowing that we have received His all. Amen.